Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson, at Williamson NFL. Yesterday was Twitter Thursday, where many of you gave me some great questions. This is the Locked On NFL podcast. We're brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Always brought to you by somebody nowadays. Good stuff. Um, I urge you to check the, the first three of this series out from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I did AFC East, North, South. Today I'm going to do AFC West. Um, without further ado, I'm going to jump into the once San Diego, now LA Chargers. I wonder how many times I call them San Diego in this show, but I really liked what they did. And I'm not a big Mike Williams fan, you know, that I think he's a good player. I've said this all along. I think Davis is the only number one in this, in this, in this receiver class, but Williams is a strong number two at a position. I didn't think they needed much, but. I bet Philip Rivers is happy, and I'm a big Rivers fan. Rivers will throw him open. He's big and physical. They've had so many injuries on this team, and especially a wide receiver over the last few years, Keenan Allen at the top of that list, um, that this is just great insurance that they don't have to deal with it again. And if everybody comes back and is healthy, Williams doesn't have to get rushed into action. You know, he can be brought along slowly, go up and get it, red zone guy, a rebounder type. Allen, I think, will translate fine to the slot. I like the rest of the crew there, as well as Hunter Henry's development. So all of a sudden, Rivers now has a wealth of options to go to. Um, Is he the seventh best player in the draft, in my opinion? Of course not. I don't think he's a top 10 or 15 player. Um, But it makes them better. And again, you're making your quarterback healthy or happy. He's thrown too many interceptions of late. Needs to cut back on that, and having a guy like this, I think, can help. But what I love is, I think the Chargers got two starting offensive linemen on the second day. You know, in in today's NFLs, that by itself makes this a very successful draft. Dan Feeney was the third rounder, early third round pick. He's a pure guard, maybe he could play some center. But I think he's a pure NFL starter, longtime starter that probably isn't a pro bowler, but he's an above average starter all day long. Um, Great stuff. I mean, I think that's a very, very solid pick. And Forrest Lamp, to me, very well could be the best offensive lineman in this draft. At worst, he's a starting guard all day long as well. I think both these guys could probably play center in a pinch, although I kind of like the centers. But if I'm the Chargers, now that you have Feeney, I think I would start Lamp out at right tackle opposite Russell Okun and see how he does, you know, because I think your worst-case scenario, Feeney and Lamp are your starting guards. But if he's a solid right tackle, you're in really good shape. And in the end, I think they got two starting longtime NFL offensive linemen as well as a quality weapon at wide receiver. Um, Many of us just assumed at seven they would take Malik Hooker. I'm still kind of shocked they didn't. I think it was an injury-related situation, you know, that they were concerned, more medical 
And I also think that they liked, as many teams did, the safety depth in this draft, were much more so than the wide receiver depth. And in the fourth and fifth round, the Chargers took Rashawn Jenkins and Desmond King. Um, I also like the Rochelle pick in the seventh round. I think he'll make the team and contribute as a depth defensive lineman. Uh, he has some versatility. But Jenkins is more in the box to me. I, mean, I think he's going to be more the Cam Chancellor, and they are going to a Seahawk-like defense. King, you know, you look at the Chargers, and they're very good at corner, you know, with, with Verrett. Um, and Hayward, but they're smaller guys and not exactly Seahawk-like corners. Um, King has more size, and I also think he might be a free safety. I mean, I'm not saying he's Richard Sherman or Earl Thomas, but in the fourth, in the fifth round, I think you might have a starter at one of those two positions. He either gives them more size as an off as an off corner, or even a press corner, or maybe he's your free safety. So. I think that's a quality pick. At a, at a minimum, those two are going to be core special teamers. The guys on top of them, especially the safety position, are not overwhelming. So it's quite feasible that they got four, maybe even five starters with their first couple picks. So I'm very, very happy with what the Chargers did. Very happy. I had mentioned that we are brought to you by ZipRecruiter, and I want to tell you a little bit about them now. Uh, they really do nice work. We're great to have them on as one of our our sponsors. Um, so, are you hiring? Do you know where you're? You know where to post your job. The best find to find the best candidates out there. Posting your job in one place <coughs> isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job at all the top job sites. And now you can. This is what you do. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job at 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by Fortune 100, Fortune 100 companies and thousands of small and medium-sized businesses as well. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-N-F-L. So go to ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-N-F-L. One more time and try for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-N-F-L and find the best candidates. So there you go. Uh, next on our list to discuss from the NFC West, how about we talk Denver Broncos? And people were really high on the Broncos draft out there, and I think it was fine. I didn't think it was wonderful. Um, my favorite pick was probably Chad Kelly as Mr. Irrelevant. And some of were like, oh, Elway's just doing Kelly a favor. But that guy's a talented quarterback, and I'm not sold on Paxton Lynch. I'm certainly not sold on Simeon. I know he's got all kinds of off the field and red flags, but it's the last pick in the draft. I mean, don't be shocked if his career is not just a flush down the toilet. That's all I'm saying. Garrett Bowles uh, was the first offensive lineman taken. Uh, he was the white Bronco behind OJ. I keep using that joke. I would think he's a plug-and-play starter, fits the system. I don't think there's any Pro Bowls in his future, but wow, do they need a tackle. Fine, not a sexy pick. Again, this is a double. I'm cool with that. 
Okie dokie. You know, I mean, I got no qualms with that whatsoever. I thought this was actually a little early at 51 for Demarcus Walker from Florida State. Um, but the logic here is sound in that that defense, especially from an interior pass rush, was certainly not quite the same without Malik Jackson. You know, that, you know, Garrett Wolf's okay. Um, but they're not the difference makers. And maybe even just as an interior pass rusher on throwing downs, with all the attention Von Miller and the outside pass rush is going to get, that Walker can give that a nice boost. And a you 3-4 know, defensive end with some penetrating ability, good. You know, I, I get that. I mean, uh, to me, that's fine. Um, they, they, they drafted two wide receivers, Isaiah McKenzie. He's a really exciting guy. Um, and Carlos Henderson, who I think is going to be an immediate contributor for them. They, they've really lacked a third receiver in Denver for some time now. Henderson is exceptional after the catch. I think he'll be the slot guy from day one. There's not a huge tight end presence. You know, a lot of easy throws from whoever the quarterbacks are here that are, you know, work in progresses to be you know, very blunt, or, you know, maybe even liabilities. We'll see. But, you know, a Henderson-like pick here, I think, is very quarterback-friendly. Jake Butt, I mean, to get him this late, I think, is worth it. I'm sure it's all, obviously, injury-related. How far along is he? A lot of people out there talk about him like he's a top 50-type prospect that only fell because of the injuries. I don't think he's that dynamic. Um, I think he's a two-way tight end that's a quality player and could rise up that depth chart that isn't very, you know, doesn't have much in front of him for sure, if he's healthy. But I don't think all of a sudden they got to steal the draft and Jake Butt with the 154th pick overall. But worth it for sure that late, no doubt about it. Um, lastly, they also tr- traded Capri Bibbs. Not that that's a, a huge deal, but they've signed, since signed Jamal Charles. Makes a lot of sense. Very different than the running backs they have. Maybe he's only a receiver, but just another weapon to make those quarterbacks' lives a little bit easier. And then they took a wise, I like this pick too, the, the Brandon Langley. He's from Lamar, a very, very small school. Um, they're very strong at corner, but this is a really talented kid that can really, really ease into his transition. Uh, it makes a lot of sense to try to keep a strength, a strength at the cornerback position. Um, and maybe two years from now, he's starting and you kind of go, where did he come from? And, you know, they, they bring him along slowly. That makes a lot of sense to me. So, overall, I like Denver's draft. But I saw a lot of people saying, like, boy, Denver killed it in this draft. And maybe they like butt more than I do or, you know, like butt more than I do. That's funny. But, yeah, I mean, it was fine. I just didn't think that they knocked it out of the park or anything. I thought it was a quality draft. We got the Raiders. And, obviously, taking Gary and Conley is a big risk. But... I think Reggie McKenzie has a lot of job security and he must be pretty damn confident that Conley is innocent of these allegations. Um, Clearly, he would have been a top 15 type pick. They took him at 24. I was told that some people didn't, you know, wouldn't have considered him, considered him, considered him, considered him until you better be right. But let's assume he is. Not only is he the big outside corner that they like, but I also think he can play the slot which is, I think, where he will be penciled in as a rookie and a high-quality big slot corner, if that's what if that's how he ends up working out. I mean, that, that could really go a long way in the secondary. But then they kind of doubled down on o- Obi Melifonwu, and 
more of a safety than a corner, but I think they're going to start him at corner as a Sean Smith type, a freak athlete, especially in a straight line, 40, you know, vertical broads, those type of things, huge. I think eventually if he works out, you know, he's your answer to Travis Kelsey. You know what I mean? I mean, the Hunter Henry. Of all the guys in this draft, I think he has the tools best equipped to play man coverage against great receiving tight ends. Um, but, you know, when in doubt, add another defensive back. You know, it wasn't, you know, the, the kind of, uh, maybe you'll get more out of Joseph this year, last year's first-round pick. So these two could really go a long way. I will say I'm a little bit shocked that they didn't address inside linebackers and every down inside linebacker earlier or more prominently. They did add Marquell Lee. That's fine. But I thought, you know, more was needed. It is it, it a true you know, second level player for this defense, but it's not something they've stressed at all. I mean, they just have a lot of run of the mill dudes there over the years, not a high priority for this team at all. Obviously secondary is, um, Eddie Vanderos. I think that was a nice pickup too in the late third round. Um, they couldn't, they needed a defensive tackle. Dan Williams has been a little bit disappointing. Uh, Mario Edwards returns. He's not a pure defensive tackle, but Vanderos is sort of somewhere in between those two, I would say in style, a big space eater with some power and some um, penetrating skills, but he's not a quickness guy. He's a brute. Um, David Sharp is also a brute. He is a king-sized offensive lineman, a tackle. Uh, that's what they look for. As much as any team in the league, they stress size and power off the ball. So that was a nice pickup. Um, Elijah Hood could surprise too. I mean, if you look at the Elijah Hood from two years ago, was a lot more impressive than this last version, you know, with, with Lynch there now and the two younger guys from last year. He's not going to be asked to do much. Maybe he'll do some returning, but worth a risk, worth a risk. Maybe you stash him for a year or two. Uh, makes some sense. The last team to discuss only made six picks because they aggressively moved up to the 10th spot to get my favorite quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. I love the move. I mean, I'm sure there's some Chiefs fans out there going, man, why don't we just take some guys, take an inside linebacker to live for today, you know, and, and make a run with Alex Smith. He, but I think Mahomes is a potential franchise changer. I think he goes to a phenomenal situation where he can learn from Alex Smith. I think yesterday we we're talking about that. I mean, these two couldn't be any more polar opposite in strengths and style. And maybe, you know, he learned some traits from Smith to reel him in a little bit. I mean, this guy's a pure gunslinger, but I don't think you want to reel him in too much. And I think Andy Reid is a great coach to maximize Mahomes' skills. He coached McNabb. He coached Favre. He's had a lot of the game manager types and maximizes them. Um, the plan obviously is, hey, let's compete for a Super Bowl this year with a similar team to what we had last year. And I think with Alex Smith, you know, you, you save $17 million if you move on, for, if he's not on the roster next year, and they can restructure things. But then you hand it to Mahomes after a year of a redshirt season, and let's see what we can do, you know, with Kelsey and Hill. And, you know, let's do, let's get aggressive on offense and throw the ball downfield and make plays and let our quarterback not hold us back. I mean, I know our Chiefs fans don't like me for saying those things, but um, I think it's a fact. I mean, if any quarterback hits huge in this class, it's going to be Mahomes. Again, he's my favorite of the class. 
Um, but the, you know, the the knock on the Chiefs draft is, you know, we didn't get much to help us for today. You know, Kareem Hunt, I think, will be a nice complement to where um, Jamal Charles, as mentioned, is gone. He's still in the division. Hunt might lead the team in rushing, but he's not a special player. He runs really hard. He's really fun to watch. I think it's a good landing spot for him. Chiefs fans will love him. Um, but the rest of the offense, you know, it wasn't much. You know, Ch- Chesson, you know, Chasen, J.U. Chesson from Michigan, I, you know, maybe he'll factor down the line. Um, receiver depth and maybe turns into a starter. I'm not super impressed with him. Shocked they didn't get a guard. I thought guard was still a big need for these guys. I thought inside linebacker was a major need. I thought the secondary needed, you know, a player or two of consequence. Trading up eliminated the ability to do those things. But they also went for, for in the second round to Tano Kosminon, and I'm sure I said that wrong. But this is the guy everybody was talking about at the Combine of, whoa, who is that, you know, in the underwear Olympics of just a how you draw it up in terms of body type that few people on the planet possess. He, too, is a project. I don't think he'll factor in right away. Uh, I think he could stand to add a little more bulk and strength. Even I mean, he's pretty dude, but I mean, for them to be, for their scheme to kind of be a block eater as a 3-4 defensive end who projects also as an interior pass rusher long, I think he does need to get a little stronger, a little thicker, a little more lead in his ass. Um, but you know, they, they've, some of these projects kind of like a Chris Jones, but Chris Jones to me is a much better player and he was just kind of ran hot and cold. I think Chris Jones can be a star, but they've gotten guys, you know, a lot out of those type of guys. I see it. Uh, I mean, I, I, everyone could see the allure with this player. I just don't know that it was the direction I would have went after, after going all in for the future on the quarterback. I think I'd have been more in the inside linebacker, guard market, maybe even a D-back with this pick. And that's not a knock on the player. I don't love him, but it's not a knock on the player. And when in doubt, you know, I always like D-line. But, um, okay, you know, obviously this whole draft's about Mahomes. Uh, Hunt will probably be the only guy that plays a major role this year. And you can see why that will frustrate Chiefs fans. But five years from now, if Mahomes is going to Pro Bowls, they'll be happy about it. All right, that's a wrap. Have a great weekend. We're going to return next week with the same format as this one, except for NFC instead of AFC. See ya. Napa know how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17